Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. We're on to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is celebrating with a huge odds boost for new customers. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code STRAIGHTFIRE and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code STRAIGHTFIRE for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older and present in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Valentine's Day is almost here, and you know what that means. It's time to make her blush with fresh blooms and gifts from ProFlowers. This year, go to ProFlowers.com to use code CRUSH15 to get 15% off through February 14th on all the best blooms and gifts. See website for details. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. 
Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Monday, September 6th. It's a holiday, but we work. We work wherever I am. If I'm breathing, I will try to do my best to produce a podcast. And we have a whopper of a podcast today for you. Start in the week because the NFL season starts Thursday. We thought we'd just bring the thunder. Matthew Berry, fantasy football bonanza. We had Evan Silva last week, a lot of good stuff. Matthew Berry disagrees with some of the stuff Silva had said. They they are on opposite sides on Saquon Barkley. I think you guys are going to like it. A solid 25 to 30 minutes of Matthew Berry answering random questions about fantasy football. Um, if you uh, are a Chargers fan, you will very much be interested in what he has to say. Um, he likes my Baker Mayfield. He likes something I said about Joe Burrow. Uh, Barry's a good guy, good dude, answers all the questions, doesn't really shy away from contact. He's not one of those pile inspectors like Antonio Cromartie who doesn't want to tackle. Barry will get into it, and we go have some back and forth and disagreement. That's healthy. So you guys will really enjoy that. But before we get to Matthew Barry, couple of notes. Obviously, we'll recap some college football shenanigans from over the weekend. It was a really good betting weekend for me. Uh, I screwed up on this pod on Friday, and you know it's funny. I even opened by saying we had Preston on last week, and he said BYU Arizona under makes sense. Um, I don't know much about BYU in Arizona, but Preston's plugged in in the BYU community since he is Mormon um, and follows the program closely, and uh, went to school in the state. And like, there's a lot of times. I bet the under. I listened to the podcast. I said over. I'm an idiot. I, I Gosh, I hope you guys didn't take that. But overall, just a monster. One of my, I think my best opening weekend gambling ever in uh, college football. Everything went right, basically, except Wisconsin. They just totally shat the bed against Penn State. Uh, just a, a gutless effort from Wisconsin. Um, that being said, um, can we fast forward to the Notre Dame game? And yes, we will get back to Rob G doing a victory lap for his UCLA Bruins, who I mentioned sprinkle some on the money line. Rob G was in attendance. I think he was sitting in the uh, high-class seat, so he didn't witness any fights or brawls. Um, We'll get to that in a second. We just need to quickly, Notre Dame, Florida State, Sunday night. So I had a fantasy draft. I'm out to dinner with the family, and I'm peeking at the score. There's a Notre Dame grad who I've talked about that on this pod. I text with. He had actually said he thought the line was a little too high. I had wanted to bet Notre Dame, so of course I'm like, eh, I'll back off. Um, Notre Dame's up 38-20, and I'm kicking myself for not betting it. I stop watching. I focus on the fantasy draft and, of course, my family and dinner. You know, we get home from dinner, starting to get ready to, um, you know, look look at all the college football box scores because Sunday night, that's when I, like, go over NFL. Um, Saturday night, I usually do uh, college football, but this weekend, no NFL, so I push it to Sunday night. I start to look at the box scores. The first one that jumps out is Notre Dame in overtime. What? <laughs> they almost collapsed? I couldn't believe it. They blow an 18-point fourth-quarter lead and need overtime to win. But that's not even the big story. Not even the kid Melton coming back from that grotesque injury he suffered two years ago. The real story is in the interview on the field after the game, Brian Kelly jokingly, but in his dry 55-year-old sense of humor, he might be 60, I don't know, said, you know, execution, we could not execute at all. Maybe my team should need to be executed or something along those lines. And of course, as social media is wont to do, everybody flipped out because that's where you get outraged and 
you don't even really need to care about Notre Dame or Brian Kelly or the line, but because you're on social media and you could just get ticked off, that's what everybody did. How could Brian Kelly do? Someone died at Notre Dame on his watch a few years ago. Like, it's predictable. This is what people do. They they want heads, they want scalps, and everybody wants Brian Kelly to apologize. In the after, in the post game, that's like the first question. Okay, it's a real good game. Crazy comeback by FSU. Notre Dame's transfer quarterback, the kid Jack Cohn, looked awesome. Four TDs, three hundred sixty yards, or whatever. Awesome performance. One of the first questions, uh, Coach Kelly, you said on the field after the game your team should be executed. Like, really? He's like, I was joking. Like, obviously, I don't want to execute my team. It's a joke. And it, the people just don't get it. I, and this is why, I, I don't know if you guys have noticed, I'm way less on social media. There's just no win there. It's a waste of time. Now, Instagram is really fun because there's way less outrage. It's more like fun, cool, exciting. Twitter is just like a bunch of angry losers just looking to vent about something. If it's not Brian Kelly, it's going to be some police officer. It's going to be the pancakes they had. It's going to be traffic. Whatever. Somebody's going to get angry about something, and that's where they go to vent. Relax, everybody. Okay? Notre Dame won. Brian Kelly was kidding. Let's move on. By the way, Notre Dame's defense did not look good in the fourth quarter. Um, We know they had a new defensive coordinator because their uh, D.C. left to coach, I believe, Vanderbilt. And um, they got shredded defensively. Um, the kid, though, I will point out, Hamilton had an incredible interception. The The amount of ground he covered, that's just a guy to file away top 15 pick in next year's draft. All right. Um, Rob G., you were in attendance at the Rose Bowl. I'm assuming you were cooking in the, what, 97-degree heat? Oh, it was warm. It was warm out there. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but I will say really quickly on Brian Kelly, um, number one, there's a reason why Bill Belichick doesn't really make jokes at his press conference because, you know, not everyone can deliver it. You know, and not everybody gets that same benefit of the doubt. If Lane, Giff- Lane Kiffin makes that joke, no problem. Because, you know, he's kind of a tongue-in-cheek guy as it is. Brian Kelly is kind of gruff. So when he says something like that, it just doesn't really land the same way. And number two, like you mentioned, when your school has a history of a student dying while filming your college football practice, maybe stay away from jokes like that to begin with. It's like when I was at the UCLA-LSU game. I wasn't going to be like, hey, here comes that a Bruins hurricane rolling through Louisiana. Oh no, that's God. just just not appropriate. You know, you know, just so, pace yourself sometimes. I, I tend to like inappropriate. And I'll never forget. I actually pulled this article out when I read it about Joan Rivers. Were you ever a fan, fan of her work, Rob G? Uh, I know who she is. I can't say I'm a fan of yeah. hers, though. Uh, she died a few years back. But she was a comedian, and she would say some of the brashest stuff ever. Um, there was this famous woman, Liz Taylor. She had like eight husbands. Your mom probably knows her. Yeah, didn't she have um, like 12 facelifts too? Something uh, like that? 15, something okay, like that. Okay, yeah, all right. But Joan Rivers, at like the height of Elizabeth Taylor, he said, what, she said, what's Liz Taylor's blood type? Ragu? Uh. Because, you know, she started eating and got a little heavy. And like Joan Rivers, just, like that's a joke. It's funny, laugh, it's okay. And I know some people are going to be outraged. Like, oh, how could you say that? And then there was Estelle, uh, not Estelle, um, what's her name? The singer Adele? who's dating Rich Paul. Adele. What I say, Estelle. Uh, Adele. And Joan Rivers would say, like, what is she talking about rolling in the deep? You know, she's rolling in the deep fried or something. She made, like, all these inappropriate jokes. And it's like, okay, that's funny. Like, you know, what, Brian Kelly made a joke, Rob. Really? No, I, 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 I have no issue with guys making jokes. I personally wasn't offended by it, but there's certain people that you can tell just because of their personality that their jokes just aren't going to land. And it's like, if you're going to make a joke like that, you're probably not the right guy to do it. Yeah. 
Um, all right. So, anyways, your UCLA Bruins with the big win. Chip Kelly on fire. Ed Ogeron probably in some trouble by the end of the season. Uh, any overriding thoughts? Was it more of a run game? Was it the quarterback? Was it Chip Kelly? Is it just LSU stunk? Oh, let me just say, um, my brother who I went to the game with, um, before the game started, I said, look, man, when they line up, the, the LSU front seven on both sides, or their offensive line, defensive lines, they're just so much bigger than us. So I would be shocked if we're able to control the line of scrimmage in any kind of way. And for whatever reason, LSU became this finesse team ever since the Joe Burrow era. And UCLA, with their undersized offensive line, they only played one defensive tackle the whole game. Most of it was defensive ends and linebackers for the speed. And they were just mauling them up front, both sides of the ball. I was shocked. It was prototypical Chip Kelly where it was for all of their spread and their – you know, high octane offense. They're predominantly a running team. That's exactly what UCLA did. They ran the ball down their throats, and um, it was exciting to watch. I got to say, it was great. Yeah, if you remember, Brock Heward was on here, and he was like, "There's, you just don't push around SEC teams." And I don't know that five seniors uh, for UC or five returning starters for UCLA. Their offensive line is one of their strengths. LSU's got a bunch of like seniors, grad students, but they weren't the typical five-star guys that LSU gets. And, um, yeah, they point of contact, they just lost that battle. So UCLA, listen, they're going to be plucky this year. Um, and the way Oregon looked very shaky, uh, barely escaping Fresno, Oregon probably looking ahead to Ohio State, you just have to wonder, I mean, does you could UCLA maybe, maybe steal the Pac-12? I mean, it's early for this, but... Um, that's a great win, and Oregon has Ohio State. If you guys saw the number, it came out there, 13.5-point dogs uh, for their trip to Columbus this week. Um, uh, but then again, season openers, you can't read too much into it. Oklahoma nearly lost to Tulane, um, but you can read into Alabama just absolutely murdering Miami. Can I say that, murdering Miami? <laughs> uh, a lot of murders soon, right? in Miami. Um, I mean, listen, if you guys didn't load up on that, the under hit, Alabama covered like – they're just a juggernaut, okay? I mean, they just—I I, Miami's not even that bad. I put Rob G. I will bet you that Miami comes out and finishes probably top 15, 16 in the country. And by November, it's like, oh, Miami's kind of good. They're eight and three. And then it's like, what? Well, just it—it the—the class level is just so different. Alabama's in a class to itself. I don't know how they're going to come close to losing a game this year, man. I just don't. This team is so good. There's just so much talent everywhere. Like, you watch a couple plays, you're like, okay, they're stronger, faster. Uh, This is not going to be a contest. And um, I don't know, man. I I, I thought it was a good weekend overall in college football outside of the gambling, which was tremendous. Yeah, I mean, well, it was a tough weekend as a whole for the Pac-12 and the ACC, though. I will say that. I mean, like you said, Miami might win eight games, but I don't necessarily think they're that great from what I saw. I mean, I know Alabama... The worst thing you can do when you're facing Alabama is make them your season opener because yeah. you give Nick Saban one week, he's very good. You give him two oh, yeah. a bye week, he's great. You give him a bowl time, he's fantastic. You give him an entire offseason to prep for what you're going to do, and it's a done deal. Everybody that they do those big uh, you know, neutral site games whether against USC or whoever you might expect, they just blow the doors off of them in these opening yeah. round games. And, and you know, Alabama... Not only do they have the the five star athletes, but they're just really well coached too, which is so much different than what you see a lot of these other teams. Uh, Clemson Georgia was kind of a, a rock fight. I mean, ten three. It's listen. Georgia got the upset. Uh, we called it here on this pod. Uh, that being said, I just 
they didn't look overly impressive. No, it was almost like impressed. Clemson, right? You can't walk away from that like, well, Georgia's one of the two best teams. In it. Like, you can't have watched Alabama-Miami and then watched Georgia-Clemson and thought Georgia's on the level of Alabama. I don't, I don't think so, right? No. You can say that their defense, absolutely. You know, same thing yeah. with Clemson. Clemson's defense looked great, too. But if your only score is a pick six— like, how much confidence can you have that you're going against Alabama? You're not going to shut down Alabama. you got to score with them a little bit, too. And if you couldn't put up any kind of offense against Clemson, yeah. what are you going to do against Alabama? So Clemson had 23 carries for two yards. Um, I mean, their quarterback, negative 22 rushing yards. Um, listen, they—, they- Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. They lost ETN. They lost um, the, one of the receivers. They lost the quarterback, obviously. DJ, I'm not going to try to say his last name, is good. He did not have a good game, but this Clem- this Georgia defense is good. Uh, JT Daniels, who I think will be the number one pick in the draft, uh, passed for a buck 35. Um, that's not exactly how you want to get the season started. But then again, Sam Howell, the UNC quarterback, who some people are touting, was way worse than JT Daniels. Uh, he was terrible for UNC in the loss to uh, the Hokies. At any rate, just a quick early look ahead. Okay, we will. I know you guys like the college football uh, podcast with the gambling. Obviously, we'll be bringing that back for week two. Uh, there will be a lot of NFL, but the marquee games this week, Oregon, Ohio State, is a 
is an excellent game. Should be good. Um, I guess the second best matchup, Iowa, Iowa State. Iowa State did not look good in the opener. Um, Iowa did. I kind of lean toward Iowa. It's early. It's early. And then um, the other one, to keep an eye on, Texas, Arkansas. Arkansas actually looked good. Um, Texas looked very good. And I do kind of wonder why that line is only six. It feels a little low to me. Um, I, I must be missing something, so I'll dig into it. So uh, there's your college football recap. Uh, listen, this is a monster week. It's going to be fun. Um, tell all your friends. Subscribe, rate, and review. The pod's going to be off the hook this week. Without further ado, let's get to Matthew Berry of ESPN. Look, we're all adults here, and I know some of us choose to use nicotine to relax, focus, or just unwind after a long day. Lucy is a modern oral nicotine company that makes nicotine gum, lozenges, and pouches for adults who are looking for the best, most responsible way to consume their nicotine. It's a new year. Why not start it out by switching to a new nicotine product that you can feel good about? If you enjoy using nicotine, you should definitely check out Lucy's products at lucy.co. That's lucy.co and use promo code FIRE at checkout. Also, I have to read this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Remember, if you are interested in a better way to use nicotine, visit lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code FIRE. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this... And connect with this. We reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. Let's welcome into Straight Fire the man, the myth, the legend. He is basically, I mean, listen, if you want to credit him with starting fantasy football and making it with the juggernaut that it is, go for it. He's Matthew Berry. Of, of ESPN. Matt, how are you? Superstar? I'm good, my friend. Good to see yeah. you. Good to talk to you. Yeah, it's good. I was ribbing you a little before we started recording about uh, your Instagram flex being in a fantasy league with Jay-Z and Chris Paul. Uh, I am curious, who is easier to get a trade over on in fantasy, Jay-Z or Chris Paul? Yeah, look, um, I would say neither. Both oh. are really sharp. It, listen, the, the league's been together for a long, long time. Everyone knows each other very, very well. Uh, and uh, it's definitely, it's one of those things where it's just like, there's a lot of trades, but in terms of getting one over on somebody, absolutely not. No, like it's, yeah. um, 
because here's the thing. The thing about guys like that, specifically Jay and Paul and CP, but um, uh, everyone in that league, they're all insanely connected. Like there's like Chris Paul um, drafted Kyler Murray as his fantasy quarterback, right? This year he drafted oh. Kyler Murray. He put that on a Twitter. I'm not, I'm not breaking any secrets there. He put that on Twitter, but I remember I said to him, I said, Oh, that's, I said, uh, I, I said, Kyler, cause uh, he, he took Kyler a little earlier than I thought. Uh, and I said, Kyler really. And then I was like, Oh, right. Arizona, of course you got to draft Kyler. And he's like, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, he goes, he goes, uh, I just, I just texted him and told him I took him on my fantasy team. And I'm like, but that's the point, right? Like yeah. there's not an athlete in the NFL that Jay-Z can't get a hold of, that Chris mm-hmm. Paul can't get a hold of, that the guys in that league, I mean, again, like some of them may not be known to the general public. Those are the two most famous guys in the league. But like, believe me, the people that know, like Steve Stout, uh, you know, United Masters translation, you know, you think about Jesse Itzler, co-owner of the Atlanta Hawks. You think about Mike Kaiser, president of Atlanta Records. You think about Irv Gotti, the legend Irv Gotti and Murder, Inc. You think about Kevin Lyles, uh, you know, also a legend, you know, Ran Def Jam, man, ran Def Jam. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're all in their own way. Juan Perez, who runs Rock Nation Sports. Like, I mean, they're all legends, every single one of them. And so, um, and they're all insanely well connected. Mm. So, I'm I'm the least connected person that league. Oh, please give me a break. Well, the the, the, here's the funniest part. I should say, in that picture, I'm the least connected person. Okay, that's fair. But I will say, you know, Matthew, there's an interesting thing in fantasy now. I, I have people, you know, people know that I work at Fox and I got a podcast and I'm working at Fox talking to NFL people. And they're always asking me, hey, what do you think about this guy in fantasy? And I'm like, yeah. you know, I, I saw this list had this guy. And I'm like, my first thing, Matthew, and, and you can feel free to disagree, is like, if you go to where everybody else is getting fantasy info, you're just getting what everyone else is getting. You're not getting anything unique or different. How do you separate yourself from the masses who are writing about fantasy football? Like, how do you, because everybody's going to say, oh yeah, you got to go Christian McCaffrey bounce back, Saquon Barkley, blah, blah, blah. How do you separate yourself and differentiate yourself? Yeah, it's tough by the way. And that's one of the criticisms I hear of me sometimes is that because I'm on ESPN, we're the number one fantasy football platform and I have a large following. I'm, I'm very blessed in that, in that, People were like, well, I want to fade Matthew because everyone in my league, you know, mm. half the guys in my league are using Matthew Berry's ranking. So let me go uh, go elsewhere, which is, by the way, one of the reasons why I started Rotopass.com, which is a bunch of, which is, uh, I'll, I'll throw in a shout out there, uh, which is a collection of premium fantasy football websites that may not be as well known, mm-hmm. that aren't as well known as ESPN, right? And so, um, but it's really good stuff and stuff that I use and stuff that I personally have called and recommended So. A uh, collection of six sites, including ESPN Plus, Football Guys, RotoWire, RotoViz, uh, Sharp Football Analysis, Roster Watch. Like it's a it's a great collection of of websites. And so, what I try to do is just sort of ignore it. I, you know what I mean? I I sort of feel like that if you sit there and try to do your analysis from okay, let me try to be different. Well, then you're screwing yourself, mm-hmm. and you're screwing the people that are listening to you. I just try to do the analysis that is the analysis. I know there's going to be a lot of eyes on whatever I say and whatever I write. Yeah. I just have to try to be as genuine as possible. Mm-hmm. Just do the research, talk to everyone I can watch the film, study the stats, you know, and make a call. Um, so like you just said, you just, yeah, everyone knows the obvious Chris McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley. I'm out on Saquon this year. Interesting. I'm out on Saquon this year. Hear this, Jason. 
Okay, so Saquon Barkley, I don't know where he's going on other on other platforms, but on ESPN, Saquon Barkley is being drafted top five overall. He's going his running back five, and he's going top five overall. This is a guy that we don't know uh, if he's going to play week one or not. Right. If he does, he might be limited with snaps. Okay, they're playing Denver. That's a tough matchup. Bad matchup. Uh, right? And, and then you think about a couple other things. Does he have the explosiveness coming back from the ACL and an MCL and a meniscus? Like, you know, that was a serious injury for Saquon Barkley. Coming back from that, does he immediately, Jason, get the explosiveness that he had previously? Remember all those big plays that he would break off, right? And, and that'll come back at some point, but does it come back this year or next year? I mean, think about Dalvin Cook off of his ACL. Look at, if you go back and watch Dalvin Cook the first year off of his ACL versus the second year, like there's a difference. Mm. He had a different gear, uh, you know, in the second year off of his ACL, just, which was last year. He was great last year, right? And so the reason I say about the burst is if you go back and look at it, in every game in Saquon Barkley's career in which he has not had a 25-yard or more carry, like he hasn't had one big run of 25 yards or more, he averages 3.3 yards per carry. Oof. Yeah. Jason, everyone forgets this because he was injured for so much last, yeah. uh, so much of last year because the Giants were so bad last year, but the two games in which Saquon Barkley was healthy before he got injured last year, he had 34 rushing yards on 19 carries. Mm. 34 for not ideal. Yeah. Well, their line stinks. Yeah. Their line's awful. Yeah. Their line is awful. That's like, I don't blame the 34 for 19 uh, uh, on him necessarily. I think it's the line, but like the line is still a question mark. Yeah. And and so to use a top five pick on a guy that there's some question marks about, look, is he insanely talented? Yes. Is, is he eventually going to get a massive workload? Of course he is. Right. But like I'm as a high second rounder, I'm at running back nine. Oh, and he's going fifth overall. So, so a write-in question from my son who's picking seventh in a 14-team draft, fifth grader. Uh, Saquon will probably be on the uh, table at seven. Do you take him at 14 teams? Like, you can't whiff on your first and second round pick at 14. I'm sure you played some 14-team league. He's going by my rankings. I would not. I will tell you how I have them ranked. So I this is so I have it. Uh, I have it McCaffrey, obviously. I have Dalvin Cook at two. I have Kamara at three. Derrick Henry, four. Zeke at five. And if you wanted to flop Zeke and Derrick Henry, I, yeah. I, I don't mind. I, I, like, listen, what, what about what about fading Derrick Henry? Like, I, I know it's uh, the whole case of 370 carries and led sure. the league back-to-back years. I personally don't like Henry at all this year, new offensive coordinator. Um, yeah, I, I just – I have some questions about how that offense could could work last this year. Or a new offense with no Arthur Smith, sorry. Yeah, but I think they're going to run the same playbook. You know, the offense coordinator has been on the staff. It's not a brand-new guy. Right. You know, they, they promoted a guy from within. They're going to run basically the same plays. Um, the concerns on Derrick Henry, as you mentioned, the workload, he's had a massive workload each of the last two years and, and history has not been kind to running backs that have had that kind of massive workload. Uh, he also doesn't catch passes. So most leagues that play either half point or full point PPR, ESPN standard scoring is full point PPR. He doesn't catch passes. So he needs double digit touchdowns, you know, to, to justify that kind of a ranking spot. In fact, he needs like 12, 14, 16 is the kind of touchdown equity he needs. But I guess my argument, my pro Derrick Henry argument is, is that that guy's built different. That guy's built different than any other pl- human on the planet. Mm-hmm. And, and like I took, I met him once and I took a picture with him and Jason, <laughs> no, not, like it's on my Instagram somewhere. Like I, I, I took a picture with him and Jason, you and I have met you, 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 you and I have met in person. We've, yeah. we've seen each other at various parties and every, what have you. So, like, you know that, like, I'm not a small guy. I'm yeah. I'm six foot. I'm between 190 and 200 pounds. So it's not like a massive, but like I'm, 
you yeah. know, I'm, I'm not a small guy. I'm six foot, call it 195. I look like a peanut next to him. Yeah, I know. I took this photo with him and I was like, good Lord. I, like I didn't, I, I knew you were big, but I didn't realize you were, wow. Like just, again, just so, I think he's just built differently. And I also think the addition of Julio Jones makes, I think he sees less loaded boxes, honestly. Mm. Like you've got AJ Brown and Julio Jones there. You've got to pay attention to those guys. Yeah. Defensively. But I think he it's, sees some left loaded boxes. Um, so I'm in on Henry. I, there are definitely people that are fading him. So I certainly get the argument. But to answer your son's question, so those are my top five guys. Is Nick Chubb six? No. Austin Eckler is six for me. Ahead of Chubb? Ahead of Chubb. Why is that? Austin Eckler, Austin Eckler is my fantasy ride or die this year. Ooh. My fantasy football ride or die, which I've had a pretty good track record with. Last year, I didn't. But this year, uh, but generally speaking, I have a pretty good track record with my ride or dies previous to this. And uh, so I have Eckler at six, Kelsey at seven, Devontae Adams at eight. Uh, all these guys ahead of Nick Chubb? Aaron what am Jones I missing on Chubb? Nick Chubb? Nick Chubb doesn't catch passes. I love Nick Chubb. Mm, they put in a hump to Nick catch Chubb. all the passes. But again, he doesn't catch passes. Huh. Uh, and so, again, like, um, it's so important to have, you know, to have, we always talk about this in business, right? You want multiple revenue streams, right? <laughs> yes. You know, right? multiple revenue streams. Well, in fantasy, sort of thing thing. You want multiple ways to get fantasy points. You want you want yardage. You mm -hmm. want touchdowns. And ideally, with your running backs, you want receptions. Again, there are there exceptions to the rule, like Derrick Henry, who you know legitimately has a chance to score twenty touchdowns. Yes, you know, especially in a seventeen-game season. But um, generally speaking, you want your running backs to score score points as many ways as possible. Jones, I think, is involved more in the passing game this year with Jamal Williams down in Detroit and A.J. Dillon is back up. I don't think they're going to use A.J. Dillon in the passing game this year as much as they used Jamal Williams previously. Mm -hmm. So I think an increase in Jamal and Aaron Jones's passing game usage where he's still still the alpha dog. They paid him like they like A.J. Dillon. I have A.J. Dillon as a sleeper. I love A.J. Dillon yeah. in later drafts. But, you know, Aaron Jones was a free agent and they brought him back and yeah. they paid him. You know, like he's the guy and, and with Rogers back in town, that's going to be a very good offense. I wonder though, hold on. Th three offensive yeah. linemen down in week one, uh, two via free agency and then Bakhtiari. Any yeah. concern Jones maybe starts a little slow or do they just produce uh, offensive linemen the way the Midwest does? Yeah. I mean, listen, losing David Bakhtiari is not ideal, right? Yeah. He's, he's among the, the best in the NFL, if not the best. And, but my expectation is, is that, Rodgers is such a threat um, and they're so creative in play calling. And again, because he's, you know, like, do I, do I think he might start slow in terms of the between the tackle numbers? Mm -hmm. Sure. But in terms of like, okay, so they, 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 they split them out wide. They get them some screen passes. You know, they, they do some pitch outs, they do some bootlegs, you know, and some option stuff. I think Aaron Jones will ultimately be fine. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is going to have another mo monster year. Like uh, he's angry. Let me push back on Eckler for a sec. I just looked yeah, at the ahead. stats. So uh, he had three touchdowns last year total. Now he was dinged up. Is he going to get all the goal line carries? Do we know this? We don't. And that's the mm. argument against him. Okay. So you say your argument, Jason, me is just like, man, the dude only got three touchdowns last year. I, I didn't realize it was that low. <laughs> right. But the year before he had eight receiving uh, touchdowns. Yeah. And he had 11 total the year before. Yeah. So my argument back to you, Jason, is, is like, you say like, eh, guy only had three touchdowns last year. And I say to you like, dude, he only had three touchdowns last year. Like he I got know. touchdowns yeah. to fluky. He got 
he got unlucky. Again, the year previously, he got 11. Uh, Mike Clay, uh, who does a great job for us here at ESPN, invented a stat called OTD, which is, you know, opportunity adjusted touchdown. It's a, I won't go into the nerdy nerdiness of it, but in essence, what this stat does is basically judge a player's touchdown opportunity. And then, then you judge that touchdown opportunity versus what they actually did. And you can use the, the metric, and it's done well over a number of years, of predicting who's like who's more likely to score more touchdowns or less touchdowns going into a year because they either got unlucky or really lucky. Like a guy that's going to regress in terms of touchdowns this year is Robert Tunyon, speaking of the Packers. Oh, no, Robert I got Tunyon, him in a league. Damn it. Robert Tunyon had 11 touchdowns last year, which was among the league leaders uh, among tight ends. He was 22nd among tight ends and targets. Hmm. 22nd. Like they, he didn't get a lot of targets, but when he did, they were in the end zone. Now you've got Randall Cobb there. I like my expectation here is that Robert Tunyon ha- regresses. Like he's not going to score 11 touchdowns again. And if he doesn't score 11 touchdowns again, he's not the same fantasy guy yeah. because he's not getting as many receptions or yards. Like, uh, you know, I believe in the history of the NFL or certainly at least the last 20 years, there's only been three tight ends that have scored double digit touchdowns back to back years. Wow. Okay. That's not a good move by me getting Tanyan right. at an auction. Who do, who, do, who do you think they are? Can you guess who they are? Uh, I'll go Tony Gonzalez. Nope. Close. Uh, but the, the, right tight end on the, the tight end on the Chargers, who was there forever. Antonio Gates, but not him. No. Um, Think more recent. Oh, Kelsey. Uh, no. Kittle? Huh? Kittle? No. Gronk? What? I'm going to give Gronk. it to you. Gronk. Okay. Uh, Jimmy Graham. Damn, that's elite company. And, My uh, goodness. And, and Julius Thomas, the two years he was with Peyton Manning in Denver. So, like, unless you think, unless you think he's in that elite company, I, I think you know it's unlikely. It, my point is, mm. is, it's very hard to repeat double-digit touchdowns um, in general for a tight end in today's NFL, and it's really hard when you think about what little target share he gets. Like those two guys, especially you know, especially you know Graham and Gronk got a ton of targets. So I think Tanyan regresses. My point is, is that touchdowns are fluky, and you can sort of mm-hmm. look at opportunity again. A uh, little opportunity of Tunyon. He capitalized on it a bit. He's going to regress. Austin Eckler, in the nine healthy games that he had last year, averaged 18.6 fantasy. Uh, he averaged 18.6 touches a game. Jeez. Yeah. So now, is that, like, how much of that is Anthony Lynn? Workload. Yeah. He got, so uh, here's the argument on, on Eckler. Massive workload. And since the start of 2019, Austin Eckler is first in fantasy points per touch. So we look at so in terms of like, he's really productive. Number two is Alvin Kamara. Number three is Christian McCaffrey in that particular stat since 2019 fantasy points per touch. When Austin Eckler gets touches, he produces. And last year he got really unlucky with a touchdown. The health didn't help either. Right. But now you think about new offense coordinator, Joe Lombardi comes over from, uh, uh, from, from the, uh, from the saints. And I got to give credit to this. Eckler did an interview with Adam Schefter on, on Shefty's pod. And, they, and he's asking about his role in the offense and what does he see about Lombardi's offense. And Eckler was, it's a long answer, so I'll paraphrase it, but in essence, he basically says, I love the offense, it's very similar. And he goes, and listen, you know how they use Alvin Kamara in New Orleans? And Adam's like, yeah. He goes, I'm Kamara. <laughs> well, Kamara's going to get all the touches in New Orleans. I, I mean, um, that's what I'm saying yeah. here, Jason. So I'm just saying, by the way, the Chargers improved their offensive line. Yes. I think they, they did, you know, significantly improve their offensive line. It was one of the worst in the NFL last year. I think that also contributed to his lack of touchdowns. Mm. So, you know, listen, I think new coaching staff, he's a really 
versatile player. All the underlying metrics are are there for Eckler. Hyper efficient. He's been very productive when he gets work. He's going to get a ton of work this year. Yeah, I'm all in on Austin Eckler. I have him six overall, running back six. He's my fantasy football ride or die, which means he's obviously not a sleeper. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. You know, he's a known commodity, but I have him at six. Just I name my ride or die because it's like every draft I can, I'm coming out with him. He's coming going, out with him. He's going, I'm, I'm coming out of the draft with Eckler. Again, I'm at six overall. He's going at 14 overall on ESPN, and he's going basically to someone mid to late second round on most sites. And again, I am as a in the upper half of the first upper round. Half. Okay. Um, I guess a strategy question. So you're you're let's say you're in a 12 or 14 team league, and you say I'm just going to load up on running backs and wide receivers, and I'll wait for quarterback late. Baker Mayfield is projected most of these leagues like a middle middle to your quarterback. But if you look at the schedule, Matthew, they have one of the easier schedules in the league. So my my strategy was I'll swoop in late and get Baker. And guess what? If he's gone, I feel like Joe Burrow could be a great late round pick because Matthew, their defense is horrible. They're going to hemorrhage points and he's going to have to be chucking the entire second half. He's going to put up monster stats. Yeah, there'll be picks, but I feel like Burrow or Baker late. Now the converse would be, well, you've got to face the Ravens and Steelers twice. I don't know. Any thoughts on that strategy waiting on a quarterback? So two, let me talk about those two players specifically, and then I'll get into the strategy. So first off, um, yeah, I like Baker. I like Baker as a sleeper. He was actually very good over the second half of last year. I want to say, I mean, like, you know, they really turned it around. The weird part on Baker, by the way, I mean, this is, this is super weird. Um, he got better when OBJ went out. Like, I, I mean, it's the weirdest, it's the weirdest stat. It's one of the weirdest stats in sports, but like he has been more productive NFL-wise and fantasy-wise without Odell Beckham Jr. than with him on the field. So yeah. we'll see. But week 12 on last year, he was the seventh-best quarterback in fantasy, Baker Mayfield was. Wow. From week 12 on last year, he was the seventh-best quarterback in fantasy. It's a good schedule. Obviously, talented playmakers around him, very good offensive line, and a run game. Like, what does Stefanski do really well, right? Sets up play action, play act, which yeah. is what Baker's really good at. And obviously, when you've got Chubb and Hunt like that, you're going to have to respect the run game. So I like Baker as a late round, uh, late round guy. I, I do think he has a good year. To your point about Joe Burrow, at the time of his injury last year, Joe Burrow led the NFL in pass attempts. Like it, he was, I mean, 
he was he was chucking it close to 50 times a game. Burrow was unbelievable um, in terms of volume. Second year in the league, adds Jamar Chase. Defense still isn't very good. I agree with you. They're going to have to throw a lot. The concern on Burrow and, and Mayfield, and it's a slight one, but as we talked earlier in the show, listen, multiple revenue streams, right? We want multiple ways to get fantasy points. To me, it's so crucial if you can to get a quarterback that gets you points with not only their arm, but also their leg, ah. which is why Mayfield and Burrow, and I, Burrow's actually being drafted ahead of Mayfield, at least on ESPN. That's mm. why those two guys are going later is because they don't run. And, and uh, you know, last year of the top 10 fantasy quarterbacks, eight of them had at least 200 yards rushing. And that doesn't include Dak Prescott, who would have qualified had he not got hurt. That doesn't include Jalen Hurts, who would have qualified if he played more than four games. Jalen Hurts was the ninth best quarterback in fantasy over the final oh. four games last year. Yeah. Jason was the ninth best quarterback in yeah. fantasy. Think about this. That's a little silly, though. Come on. This Valentine's Day, you know just what to get that special someone because you know just what makes them tick. So head on over to proflowers.com to get fresh this Valentine's Day and get 15% off through February 14th on gifts for your special someone with promo code CRUSH15. See website for details. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Is Jalen Hurts the starting quarterback by Halloween for Philly? Or did they just trade for Gardner Minshew because they're going to start Gardner Minshew at some point? Have you watched Gardner Minshew play? Like, I, It's a fun story in the hair. Yeah. Must stop it. Yes. I, you like Hurts, huh? Love Hurts. I have him, I have him QB9. Wow, Jason, go back and if you read my if you read my um if you go back and if you go look at my I put this in my love hate column, which is by the way yeah. free to read on ESPN.com. Great, it's so great. I read I read it every week. Yes, indeed. Appreciate it. So the preseason love hate is out uh, on ESPN.com, and I did a comparison. I did two quarterbacks, and I just showed you the stats. Right, mm-hmm. I showed you the passing yards, uh, the rushing yards per game, their their fantasy points per game, completion percent, blah blah blah. I did a comparison of two players, and. The two players that I compared was Jalen Hurts, the four games that he started, and Lamar Jackson's final four games that he started as a rookie in oh, 2018. <laughs> now, remember, Lamar Jackson got, like, I want to say, like, seven games, seven or eight games when he took over Flacco in his rookie year. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts only got four games. By the way, Jalen Hurts got four games in a situation in which the front office is fighting with the, with the head coaching staff. Like, it's all there's a lot of chaos and, and disarray in Philadelphia with Peterson now on, a, you know, on his way out. and you know, not getting along with Roseman, blah, 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 blah. Plus, everyone was injured. You know who his starting wide receivers were? Jalen Hurts' first NFL start. His starting wide receivers were Jalen Rager, who was, making his, who was playing in his eighth NFL game mm-hmm. ever. He'd missed most of the year with an injury. And former AAF superstar Greg Ward. Greg Ward, the college quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Houston Cougars, right. Former college quarterback, former AAF uh, San Antonio Commodore, Greg Ward. Like that's who this guy had, who they threw yeah. him out there with, and 
the critics of Jalen Hurts are like, well, the guy only completed 52% of his passes in those four games. But it doesn't you know, matter in fantasy. <laughs> two things. Yeah. Number one, it doesn't matter in fantasy because of his rushing yards, right? He had at least 60 yards of rushing touchdown in all four games. Again, he, he was the ninth best quarterback in fantasy, both total points and points per game those final four games. But also, by the way, you know who else had a rookie? He had a completion percentage of 52% his rookie year? Josh Lamar Allen. Jackson. Oh, John, yeah. Josh Allen. Lamar Jackson was like at 56% or 58% okay. for both guys. The other thing is, is that 25% of Hertz's throws in that four games were 15 or yards more downfield, which obviously hurts your completion percentage when you're taking, you know, uh, longer throws downfield. Anyway, the point is, is that if you look at the numbers of Jalen Hurts' only four games that he played in his rookie year and Lamar Jackson's final four games of his rookie year, Hertz actually compares favorably to Jackson in almost every category. Mm. And I'm not saying that Jalen Hurts is going to come out and win the MVP which is what Lamar Jackson did the next year. I'm not saying he's going to be the fantasy MVP, which is what Lamar Jackson did. But what I am saying is that quarterback nine, he's an insane value. He's currently going like a quarterback 12 or 13. I'm as a, I'm a QB nine. Um, okay. Absolutely love Jalen Hurts. Nick Sirianni, when they didn't draft a quarterback, because they had a chance, they, they had a chance to draft a quarterback. They, the Eagles did. And the they fields, right? Yeah. They could have got fields, Mac Jones, right? Yeah, they were at six. They were at six and they traded back to 12, hmm. I believe. I believe I have that right. That's off the top of my head. But yeah, they were at six and they traded with Miami back to 12. And then I think maybe they moved up or whatever to get, they moved back up to 10 to get Devonta Smith, but they were in the mix. They, they easily could have had, they easily could have had fields or Mac Jones, right. Or tried to with six, tried to move up into the top three mm-hmm. and they didn't. Nick Sirianni and his staff were hired with the idea of like, try to make Jalen hurts work. And if he doesn't work this year, then they will go out next year, I think. But I don't believe Gardner Minshew or Joe Flacco or any of the guys on their roster are a threat to Jalen Hurts. I think he is the starter for the Eagles, and I think he performs very, very well, especially in fantasy. All right, we'll finish up with some wide receivers. Is it me or are the arrow pointing up for all Carolina receivers? Joe Brady, year two. He's got a real quarterback in Darnold. No disrespect to Teddy B. Um, I like Robbie Anderson a lot. Are you on board with that or no? I am. I like Sam okay. Darnold as a late, by the way, if you're in a two quarterback league, you know, a uh, deeper league, I like Sam mm, Darnold too. Yeah. Easy schedule. Easy schedule, getting away from, uh, from Adam Gase. And by the way, insanely talented pass catchers, as you mentioned, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Terrace Marshall, the rookie from LSU having a great camp. And Oh, by the way, Chris McCaffrey uh, out of the backfield is always a threat to take a dump off and then run at 70 yards in the end zone. Right. And then you get credit for a 70 yard touchdown pass even though CMC did most of the work. So yeah, I like, I like Darnold, by the way, they have a tight end there named Dan Arnold. Uh, I like Dan Arnold as sort of a late round tight end flyer uh, as well. So I'm in on that and I'm definitely in on Robbie Anderson, certainly at cost. He's being sort of disrespected somewhat in, uh, in fantasy drafts. Any rookie that we need to consider targeting. Uh, I don't know about Jamar Chase, honestly, he's going undrafted in some of my 10 team leagues. I'm, that's fine. I'm shocked to hear that he's going undrafted. He should be drafted. He should be drafted in every league. Uh, ahead of Tyler Boyd? No. Okay, so um, on ESPN, it goes, for a while, it was Chase, uh, Higgins, Boyd. Higgins? Uh, yeah. So Higgins TDs, awesome. TDs, TDs. Eh. Higgins is, no, Higgins is a great receiver. He's going to have a really good year. I love T. Higgins this year. Um, I think all three guys should be drafted. And um, look, I think Jamar Chase, I think because of you know some high-profile drops, um, there's been some, you know, his, his stock has dropped, but this is, you know, as good a wide receiver prospect as they had has come, that has come into the NFL in the last decade. Right. So, uh, and there's going to be a lot of volume there. 
obviously played college ball with Joe Burrow. Like, yeah, it can be fine with uh, Jamar Chase. I think Devonta Smith is really interesting just mm-hmm. because, again, we, we sort of think about think about last year, Justin Jefferson, super talented. But one of the things that happened with Justin Jefferson is, as we always say in fantasy, fantasy, fantasy success comes from two things, talent and opportunity. We knew Justin Jefferson was talented and then he got the opportunity. Stefan Diggs goes to Buffalo. He's all of a sudden the starting wide receiver next to Adam Thielen. And that those two guys are the only two guys they hot they have. Right. I mean, so he got tons of, of, of volume last year and obviously the defense was bad in Minnesota, which helped. So they got into some shootouts. So Devonta Smith, same thing. Like again, all due respect to Travis Fulgham and, 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 you know, um, uh, Greg Ward, like there's not a lot of competition in, in Philadelphia. Like he's going to be a starter. Like he could easily get a 20 plus or more target share right out of the gate. So Devonta Smith uh, among wide receivers, really interesting. I'm a Homer. So just, I'll give you a deeper pick, which is, you know, I'm really excited about Diami Brown and North Carolina, who's third round pick for Washington. I think the Washington football team is going to be a really good offense this year. Really? People call me a Homer, but yes, I Fitzpatrick? Fitz is going to be awesome. Oh my. Well, that, now that's a spicy take right there. I, I, I don't see it. I'd see some major regression schedule is very tough. It certainly is. It's yeah. a top three defense. They're going to get the ball in good field position. All that's a team that won the NFC East last year. Yes. Was it bad? And they only did it on seven games. Yes, yeah. of course. But they did it with here. Here were the starting quarterbacks that the Washington uh, football team offense had. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dealers back up Dwayne Haskins, Washington football team, third stringer, Kyle Allen, and my new ESPN colleague, Alex Smith. Like, oh, I thought like, you were going to say the kid who started the playoff game who looked like Matt Taylor, Saracen out there from front of no, What's his uh, name again? Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke. Yeah. And he, did he, he make the roster? Oh, yeah. He, they signed him to a they, – they brought him back. He's the backup to Fitz. He's oh, the number my two. goodness. He's the number wow. two. That's a lot Ryan of faith Fitzpatrick, in Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick has, uh, in his career um, – Support the last three years that he's had a, at least he started at least 12 games. He's had a top 15 fantasy wide receiver. So McLaurin's going to have a uh, monster, a, yeah. a monster, monster year. Um, I'll tell you that the, believe it or not, Washington was a very pass happy team last year, despite now it was a lot of dink and dunk. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of dink and dunk, but they were, I think Scott Turner is a very good uh, and creative offensive line. And look at what they did in the off season. So you've got Terry McLaurin super fast. Logan Thomas, they signed to a big deal. He's going to have a monster year. Yeah. They brought him, they brought him back, signed him to a deal. I mean, he runs a 4-6-40. He's 6-6-2-50. He runs a quarterback. Virginia Tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Logan Thomas can run. They add Curtis Samuel, super fast. They, they, they draft Diami Brown out of North Carolina, super fast. They've got Antonio Brown, pretty hmm. fast for running back. Yeah, I mean, like former college wide receiver, Antonio Gibson really is what he was. Um that's a lot of speed for a wow. quarterback that, by the way, loves to chuck it deep, loves to play YOLO football, doesn't care. And by the way, and he'll throw it into traffic, you know. I just, I, I know what I saw with the Jets when there were any expectations. He just always fails. When, it, when there's nothing to lose, he's awesome. Like last year in, in Miami. Oh, great year. And now there's pressure on him. I, we'll see. Um, Ryan, Fitz, I, Ryan Fitzpatrick made seven starts last year. For the yeah, Dolphins. he was good. He was good. 19.9 fantasy points per game would have been QB 11 last year on a points per game wow. basis. And I would argue, I would argue strongly that Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, uh, Logan Thomas, Antonio Gibson of the backfield 
is a much more talented group of pass catchers than he had in Miami last year, or that he even had with the Jets, all due respect to Brandon Marshall and Eric Decker. <laughs> oh, wow. He's referencing Jets from five years ago. That's why this guy's the best. All right, real quick. We'll end on a Jets question. Uh, uh, where are you on Corey Davis and then the rookie Elijah Moore? Really like both guys as late round flyers. I think if I had to quote start one week one, it's Corey Davis. I think he's got a high floor. He's going to get a ton of targets. Look, yeah. the Jets, the Jets are going to be a team that, you know, it's a, it's a rebuilding year. If I was a Jets fan, Jason, if I was a Jets fan like you, I would be optimistic because, like, I think for the first time in a long time, you guys are headed in the right direction. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a believer in Joe Douglas. I love what you guys did in the draft. I like what you guys have, the moves you guys have made. Like a lot of a lot of work still to be done but you're headed in the right direction and you're starting to get some pieces together. So I like all of that. So I like Corey Davis, who's a talented wide receiver, former first round pick, took a while for his career to career get going, but um, he's good. He's going to get a ton of targets. Look, and, Love the optimism. and you know, better than me, like, like find yourself, some find yourself somebody who looks at you the way the press is looking at Elijah Moore these days. I because know, it's... The camp report from this guy, the buzz from former players, from other players, from coaches, from media, that are just saying like every single day, this guy is like, yeah, they're kicking Denzel Mims to the curb already. He's, oh, I mean, yeah. he's always injured. The guy's always hurt. Like, yeah. The kid they got yeah. out of Baylor. Yeah. But so, yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's, um, I think it's, uh, you know, uh, Crowder in the slot and more and Corey Davis on the outside in three wide sets for the jets. And I think they're going to be throwing a lot. So yeah, I do like the, Elijah Moore as a late round flyer this the year. Mormon certainly Mahomes. needs to be one of the first picks in dynasty. Yes, what? definitely. Uh, the Mormon Mahomes, uh, Zach Wilson. Yeah, I think go. he's going to be decent. Uh, I'm getting too much into the Jets. All right, Matthew Barry, follow him. Uh, Rotopass.com, ESPN, love, hate, everything. I mean, he's a legend. Thanks a lot, Matthew. Yeah. Anything and, else yeah, you want to plug? Or? I'll give you one other thing. Yeah, I'll plug other thing because I know you do. Are you? And I'd love for you to check this out, Jason, just my friend and somebody who I respect. Um, uh, you know, I have that Fantasy Life app, right? Oh. Well, we, yeah. So I have the, the Fantasy Life app. It's free. The alerts are amazing. Download it 100% free. You should check it out. It's in app stores. You know, we're five stars on the uh on all the app stores. Fantasy Life. There it is. Yeah, I just looked Fantasy it up. Life app. Look, look at the reviews. Like, ton, best alerts in the business. We are super fast. Crazy fast alerts. Uh, anyway, we we uh, sold the company this year. I'm still involved with the company, but we sold it this year to a company called Betsperts, which is a social network for gambling. How much no ownership did you have in the app? At a decent amount. Ooh, congratulations, man. Look at that. Talking about revenue streams. Yeah, it's right. It's worked out well. And I'm really excited about being part of the the Betsperts team and, uh, you know, helping promote that. But anyway, Betsperts, Jason, for someone like yourself, who's, you know, obviously way into sports gambling, I I think it's interesting. It's a social network for sports gamblers as well. And you can track your picks. You can track other people's picks. Like if you made a, uh, if you wanted to make a profile, they can track your picks, um, you know, and see like, and, and you can dial down, like, let's say you're like, all you really want to do is bet WNBA first half over under. Okay. Like, that's all I want to bet. Yeah. Well, you can go on the app and you can find like, who's the best person. Cause, cause we don't allow anyone to change their picks. Like it's locked in. I know that yeah. some other apps have allowed that to happen. We, oh, we do not do that. Like you, wow. um, you, uh, you make your pick. It's locked in. Your record is your record. Yeah. Um, and it's really dialed down. So you can see like, Who's the best person for WNBA first half over unders? You know, so anyway, if you're interested in sports gambling, highly recommend Betsports. Also a free app, 100 free app. But I just grabbed it, dude. I'm involved awesome. with those two guys, uh, those companies. So thanks a lot, man. All right, you enjoy the uh, football season. I'm sure we'll talk to you at some point, Matthew. Jason, sounds good. Take care. Thunderstruck. 
Adjective. Shocked and amazed by the power of fun on Carnival. Riding Bolt, the world's first roller coaster at sea, Brian got thunderstruck so hard, his 93-year-old grandmother felt it 3,000 miles away in Nebraska and immediately booked a cruise. Hooray! Get thunderstruck starting at 289. Carnival. Choose fun. Cruises are in U.S. dollars per person, double occupancy. Taxes, fees, import expenses, additional restrictions apply. Full details on Carnival.com. Ships Registry, Bahamas, Panama. We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.